The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah. Let's do this. Blaze one up, homie. Here comes old Mary Jane. She's got that shit you need. Relieving some stress and pain. Blazing up that good weed. You can smell it from a block away. Gather some friends and bake the day. You got your vapes and you got some splits, maybe a brownie or a bong for big ass rips. She says, I know you want to smoke me. One thing I can tell you, I want to blaze up indeed. Come together right now and smoke some weed. You got the baggie or the stash container, got the diggity dink, got the reefer nuggets. You need to chill out, can't you see? Now sit your hype ass down and smoke this weed. Come together right now and smoke some weed. Put your weed in there. Stone is Oh, check this out. Oh, yeah. That's beautiful. A lot of people don't realize this, but you can put your weed in there. This is the Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. This is Mark Greg here, Poontang. If I can use a medical term. Man, oh, man. You're gay. There's no fags in, in the church. Oh, yeah. Holy crap. Don't try to debate me on something. Motherfucker, I can't do many things well, but words are my shit. There we go. Fuck yeah, they are. Words are my shit, no matter how long they are delayed. They're still my shit. Stern Jesus Show, live, chapter 2, verse 15. 
We're live on Periscope and on Twitter at StonerJesus420. Make sure you follow us on there. If you're on Periscope, turn on notifications so you know when we're live. All information on the show can be found at stonerjesus.net. If you want to email the show, stonerjesus420 at gmail.com. If you're on Facebook, search Disciples of Stoner Jesus on Facebook to find the hardcore group of fans of the show, Disciples of Stoner Jesus, on Facebook. A lot of shit going on tonight, uh, including a new voicemail from St. Peter. We also have a PETA tweet, not to be confused with a Peter tweet. Also, the hot grease lady, uh, also Miss Kentucky, sending nude photos to a teen boy, and uh, the Kevin Hart controversy and what Nick Cannon thought about it. All of that and more festive, as you can see, with my reindeer Santa hat. It's a combination, obviously, of reindeers and Santa. Jingles. I don't know if you can hear that. It's going to move my head a lot, so if it gets annoying, too fucking bad. You're going to listen to it, and you're going to love it. It's festive, goddammit. <laughs> also on StarJesus.net. You can find my social media networks, sponsor banners, all of that stuff. December 10th, 2018. We're getting close to Christmas. I'm trying to do as many shows as these as I can. As you know, I do three shows now. It's a lot. I got a lot going on. It's always nice to come back to the original place where it all started. The Standard Jesus Show. One day when I'm internationally famous, look back on this and reminisce where it all began. Wearing a dumb fucking hat on a video show. Hell yeah. That's me. Anyway, as I mentioned, St. Peter sent a new voicemail. Hold on, let me get this. There you go. St. Peter sent a new voicemail. He's, uh, he's been gone. I don't even know how long it's been now. A long time. Suffice it to say, St. Peter's been gone a long time. So, he sends a lot of voicemails. They're, they're piling up. It's, it's, it's just a lot. I mean, I'm not going to recap the whole fucking thing. It's too much. It's too much. Especially the last seven years. Peter's like the fifth time Peter's left. and, and it's, it's all a lot. And I've said before, I love it when he's not here for so many reasons. But, last time he sends a voicemail, apparently he's met some broad. He's like become like... A good guy. You ever watch pro wrestling? A guy is just like a fucking heel. He's just an ass for 20 years. He's the worst motherfucker. When they come out, they, when he comes out, they boo him. You know the guy I'm talking about. Or the woman, whatever the case may be. The bad guy. And then selling they're a fucking good guy and they're, you know, saving people and bullshit. Fuck that. I hate that. Well, now apparently that's what St. Peter has done. After being the heel for so many years, he becomes a kind of fucking good asshole. Or not good asshole. What's the opposite of an asshole? A good, a good, good dickhole? No, that, that can't be right. That can't be the a dickhole. Can't be the opposite of asshole. It makes no sense. Never mind. I'll think of it. I'll think of it. It's. Listen, I, I can't do everything. Maybe you should think of it. Maybe you should do something for a change instead of just sitting there and watching me do shit. I don't know. In any pl- in any case, it's just. Well, I've, I think I've already described it perfectly. He was the heel. He was the bad guy. And now he's this fucking good asshole who's sending me voicemails. We used to do, he used to do lists on the show, the St. Peter list. And they used to be, you know, okay. They're decent. They're okay. You know, they're not running away any fucking podcasts in the words. That's for goddamn sure. 
You see any podcast awards behind me? Like on a shelf? No, you do not. And the same here is the reason for that. I'm not, I mean, not to throw someone under the bus who's not here, but he's sad proceeding to throw St. Peter under the bus. It's his fucking fault that we have no awards to speak of. Nothing. Seven fucking years, not a goddamn thing. What do you think of that? And these fucking awards, oh, they hand them out like candy. They hand them out like a fucking pedophile driving a rape van. Anyway, I'm, I'm sidetracked. My bitterness creeps through. <laughs> My bitterness always creeps through into the broadcast. Anyway, back to St. Peter. He used to do lists that were okay. He sent us a new Christmas list. This is a Chris, St. Peter's Christmas list of good deeds you can do for Christmas. I would say enjoy this, but... Uh, uh. Hey, Jesus. Hey, Jesus, it's me, Peter. I know uh, Christmas is coming up, and like I'm like on mm. like the straight and narrow now or whatever. Yeah. I feel like calling, like you know, like we well, used to do those lists. You know those lists we used to, I used to do on the show. Right. Like lists of stuff, like traditions and stuff. Mm. You remember that, Jesus? Anyway, um, I'm calling in with a list you can use on the show. Wow. It's a list of good deeds, good deeds you can do for Christmas. Uh, Jesus, you can stand and do a few of these. You know what I'm saying. Anyway, here's my list of good Excellent. deeds for uh, Christmas. Uh, you could read to uh, blind veterans, like like veterans of like wars and whatnot. What? Like read to them because they're blind and they obviously can't read Jesus, and maybe they don't know they don't know like Braille or whatever. So like you know, need somebody to read to them. So you could do that. Okay, got it. Uh, uh, you could raise money for sick children. You know, doesn't really matter like for what like what the ailment is. You can just like. As long as they're sick, you know, you're reading, you're, you're raising money for them because they're sick and they need, uh, you know, sick kids need money uh, for like tests and blood transfusions and whatnot. So that's the something you can do. Uh, oh Jesus, I hope you're writing this down. Oh, uh, you could, like I said, my last, uh, my last voicemail, you could work at a soup kitchen and uh, not do it as a prank. Just do it to like, you know, feed homeless people soup. So one thing you do for Christmas, Jesus, a lot. It's like cold out there. Feed, oh my God. feed homeless, cold people, oh hot God. soup. It's a good deed. You can do it for Christmas, Jesus. Hope you're paying hey. attention, Jesus. Oh, uh, you could collect uh, Christmas presents for like poor kids, and then like for Christmas you give them to the poor kids, and then the poor kids, they have presents for Christmas that they otherwise might oh not have God. had. So you're helping poor oh kids have a great Christmas. Jesus, doesn't that sound great for Christmas? Jesus, what a good, no. good deed that would be, uh, Jesus. Oh, God, uh, shut up. Uh, you could wash oil off of ducks. Oh, you have your, say, like, an oil spill or whatever, and, like, all the ducks got oil on them. Mm. Well, you could wash stuff. the oil off of the ducks. It'd be awesome, and they wouldn't have oil on them anymore, and they'd be, like, happy about that. Uh, you could also uh, revive baby seals, you know. Like baby, the cute little baby seals, you can revive them, bring them back to life. Jesus, that's just a list. I could die, probably could do more, but it's a good start. Yeah, of good yeah. stuff you can do for Christmas, you uh, you people out there, and you especially Jesus, because you're man, you're you're really a problem, you're really a you're degenerate yeah. piece of garbage. So yeah. you need this more than anybody. Mm. Good deeds for Christmas, Jesus. So there you go. The new voicemail from St. Peter. I got to say, 
first of all, I don't know what some of that meant. What does revive a baby seal mean? The baby seal's dead, and you give it mouth to mouth and breathe life back into it? Do you use those little paddles you rub together and, like, shock it back to life? Some sort of fucking magic involved? I don't know. How do you revive a baby seal? Why is the baby seal dead? Was it beat to death? Did it just kind of like croak from like natural age? Did it have a, have a heart attack? I mean, what? I don't understand. I don't understand. And by the way, not for nothing. I've said many times on this show, I fucking hate the St. Peter having, having him around. He's annoying. He stinks. He's not as funny as he thinks he is. But, and you know the old saying, you don't realize what you've got until it's gone. And that's so true. So when we in St. Peter, degenerate asshole, uh, fucking Drano drinking, pill snorting St. Peter, when he was part of the show, we kind of had something. This is nothing. I got nothing. Did you hear that bullshit? Did you? That was like three fucking minutes of awful goddamn drivel. Complete waste of my time and frankly of your time for those of you who listened to it and or watched it. And I would apologize for that, but that's not my fault. That's St. Peter's fault. At least when he was the old St. Peter, when he was messed up and just fucking, just and all kinds of debauchery at all hours of the night, at least he was kind of funny. At least he brought something to the table. He's got he's bringing me fucking nothing. Nothing. Reading to blind veterans. What? What? Fuck. A soup kitchen. Work at a soup kitchen. Give cold people hot soup. What the fuck is that? What is this bullshit? We had something. We had something. With the, 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 the degenerate, fucking awful person that St. Peter was. But now he's this guy, and this, is, this sucks. This sucks. If you're watching this, St. Peter, you suck. I don't know what the fuck your problem is, but you better get it fixed, because you're killing my show. It's going to be three fucking minutes just God, that's three minutes I'll never get back. That's three minutes you'll never get back. You'll never get that shit back. It's gone. It's gone. St. Peter robbed you of three minutes. And I've robbed you of another three or four talking about it. It's fucking eight minutes. Eight goddamn minutes of your life is fucking gone. Because of the decision you made to watch the show. How do you feel about that? Does that make you angry? Don't that bullshit, St. Peter. Fuck you, man. Don't send me bullshit. Don't send me bullshit. Next goddamn voicemail I get from St. Peter, I want to hear that he accidentally killed the fucking woman he was mooching the social security check off of, and he dumped her body in the goddamn river, and now he's uh, he's, he's stolen her identity and is using her credit card to buy uh, Russian brides and fucking gamble online. That's what I want to hear. This bullshit fucking wash oil off ducks. What? What ducks? Where are these ducks that have oil on them? And why am I washing it off? I'm out there by the fucking lake where there's been an oil spill with like Dawn dish liquid washing oil off ducks? Fuck you. Fuck you. That sounds awful. Stern Jesus Show, chapter 2, verse 15. <laughs> tweet, at, tweet at me at Stern Jesus 420. All my social media is on sternjesus.net. You can email the show. As I said, coming up, PETA had a very interesting tweet that we'll talk about. Also, the hot grease lady. Coming up, we got some videos. We'll talk about Kevin Hart. We'll talk about the former Miss Kentucky that sent a 15-year-old her rack on Snapchat. And my feelings on that. 
All of that is coming up live on Periscope and Twitter at Stoner Jesus 420. We'll be back. Dick Nuggets. Don't forget stonerjesus.net. The Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. Hello, my children. Stoner Jesus here to tell you about another great sponsor of the Stoner Jesus Show, NextBardo.com. Check out that headshot banner on StonerJesus.net. They don't have just glass. They have a full line of smoking products, including wood pipes, metal pipes, roll-your-own supplies, pouches, storage, grinders, dab rigs, water pipes, vaporizers, and more. An amazing variety. Check out NextBardo.com. That's N-E-X-T-B-A-R-D-O.com. Or simply click their banner on stonerjesus.net to check them out. There's free shipping on all domestic orders over $20 and free shipping and a free gift with orders over $50. They offer worldwide shipping. Make sure you use discount code STONERJESUS. That's all one word, STONERJESUS, to get 10% off your first order at nextbardo.com. 21 and older, please. Click that headshot banner on stonerjesus.net. Make sure you use discount code STONERJESUS. Stoner Jesus, all one word, and get 10% off your first order at Next Bardo. Check them out, another awesome sponsor of the Stoner Jesus Show. Hello, everyone. Stoner Jesus here to tell you about another awesome Stoner Jesus Show sponsor, Cannabis Seeds USA. Check out that Cannabis Seeds USA banner on stonerjesus.net. Let me ask you a question. Do you live in a state where it's legal to grow? There's lots of them. There's dozens now, medical and recreational states. Do you need seeds? Do you need seeds shipped in the U.S.? Well, check out Cannabis Seeds USA. Click their banner on stonerjesus.net. they got indoor and outdoor seeds. They have tons of strains. They have hybrid. They have sativa. They have indica. Everything you need. OG Kush, Sour Diesel, Grape Ape. they got single seeds. they got packs. Click that Cannabis Seeds USA banner on stonerjesus.net. If you live in a legal state and you need seeds shipped in the U.S., you need to check out Cannabis Seeds USA. Go click their banner on stonerjesus.net and check them out. Cannabis Seeds USA. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. Mondays on demand, only on CannabisRadio.com. Cannabis use isn't the only thing growing. So are we. Grow with us. CannabisRadio.com Tommy Chong is ready to cut through the smoke and change the tone of Tilk Radio. All you have to do is decriminalize. We don't need a government regulation to tell us this is good pot, that's bad pot. We don't need any of that. The Tommy Chong Podcast, only on CannabisRadio.com Welcome to my world. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be. The Vuber way. Growing green to generate more green. 
talking with multi-cup award winner Maya Elizabeth. The Grow Show with Kyle Cushman. I've always followed Whoopi, and I think she's fantastic. I've followed her advocacy over the years. Tell me a little bit how you think partnering with a mainstream, high-profile figure actually benefits the cannabis community as a whole. I have infinite respect for Whoopi Goldberg. I wouldn't just partner with any into that kind of thing. I'm into cannabis medicine, and I'm into making quality products that people can find relief from. So to hear that her vision was actually the same, it's been beyond a dream to manifest. The Grow Show with Kyle Cushman, only on CannabisRadio.com. Pear Savong speaks to patients, advocates, and professionals to keep you informed on all the latest trends and advancements in the medical cannabis industry on Alternative Talk, presented by AlternativeVibes.com. Tuesdays on demand, only on CannabisRadio.com. The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah. Yeah. Stern Jesus Show, live, chapter 2, verse 15. Doing a live on Periscope at Stoner Jesus 420, also on Twitter. For all information on the show, check out stonerjesus.net, social media links, sponsor banners, all that bullshit. Go check it out at stonerjesus.net. Also, the audio for the show. If you just don't feel like looking at me in my cool-ass hat, then fuck you. Go listen to the audio instead. I don't care. <laughs> really don't. It doesn't matter. It is what it is. Case raw, raw, etc. Now, PETA, uh, they tweeted something out. I forget what it was. I guess it was, uh, well, I probably, I can go look at the date. <laughs> I have to wonder. The internet is fucking amazing. December 4th, they tweeted out from their official Twitter page. I know you all know this because you all follow PETA. On Twitter. <laughs> Words matter. Their tweet begins. Their epic tweet. And as our understanding of social justice evolves, our language evolves along with it. Here's how to remove speciesism from your daily conversations. Now, we've all said, kill two birds with one stone. Well, that's not good, according to this chart. If you don't have the video version, you're just going to have to follow along. I'm sorry. You're just going to find the tweet. I don't know. She watching the video. And I understand it's a few seconds ago I told you to go listen to the audio. Well, now I'm telling you to watch the video. Are those confusing? Are you confused by that? You shouldn't be. Do both. Instead of saying kill two birds with one stone, instead say feed two birds with one scone. Oh, shit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go pick up somebody at, uh, at the airport. And on the way there, there's a fucking, I'm going to pick up the shit from the post office that I got. I'm going to feed two birds with one scone. I guess they thought that was clever because it rhymes, but it's not. It rhymes, but that doesn't make it clever. The next one they don't like is be the guinea pig. Apparently that's insensitive to guinea pigs to because uh, you're talking about experimenting. Instead, you should say be the test tube because that just rolls off the tongue. Instead of saying beat a dead horse, 
you say, well, I'm, I'm not going to do that anymore. I've, I've, I feed a, feed a fed horse. I'm not going to feed a fed horse because he's already been fed. See, he's a fed horse, so I don't have to keep feeding him. Instead of beating him, you know, he's already dead. Bring home the bacon. We shouldn't say that because they kill little cute little piggies for their bacon. Cute little piggies are slaughtered. So you can have your bacon and your ham and your pork chops. You sick motherfuckers. Instead of saying bring home the bacon, you you should say bring home the bagels. That's right, baby. I bring home the bagels. Last one, instead of saying take the bull by the horns, because they don't like that. They don't like their horns being grabbed. You're invading their fucking personal space. Well, I think a bull, if you grab it by the horns, I think the bull's going to be okay. I think it can defend itself. I think what's going to happen is it's going to take one of those horns and it's going to stick it through your chest. And it's going to come out your back. And it's going to pick you up. And like start shaking his head and your fucking body like a rag doll. There's going to be blood spurting everywhere. And you're going to be one dead motherfucker. So obviously they're talking about the expression and not literally taking the bull by the horns because that would be dangerous. Instead of say that, you should say take the flower by the thorns. I'm, I'm fucking revved up. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to tell my fucking boss that I want this goddamn promotion. I'm going to take the flower by the thorns. I don't know. I don't know. As of uh, right now, live, 13,000 retweets, almost 40,000 likes. That's right. I retweeted it. I thought it was good. That's good shit. Thank you, Peter. You always, uh, I don't know. I don't know what you're doing. Always doing. You're, uh, you're doing something. You're really, uh, I was going to say raising awareness, but I don't think that's really, I think it's really true. Not raising awareness, but of anything. Anyway, this next story, it's kind of a local story to me. Cincinnati area. It's from WLWT. Dot com, you may have seen someone's viral mugshot. We'll get to it in a second. Neighbors say this isn't the first time woman used hot grease to attack. Let me uh, show it to you here. There she is. I'm going to attempt to play this. I tried to get this video. I, sh- I guess I should have looked on YouTube, but I didn't. And now it's just too fucking late. It's too late to do that shit. So I'll attempt to play it. On here, a woman was hospitalized with severe burns after she was attacked with hot grease. On Wednesday, Charlene Thompson, 61, was arraigned on assault charges. Charlene Thompson goes in front of a judge. Accused of attacking her victim with an unconventional weapon. The allegations are that uh, the defendant poured hot grease on the victim, resulting in severe burns on the victim's back and arm. It all started here, Thompson's Hawaiian Terrace apartment. Investigators say she had an argument with a woman police describe as a friend, then threw hot grease on the victim. And neighbors say they've seen it before. (laughs) This isn't the first time she's thrown grease. Nah, this ain't the first time. Nah. Nah. This woman, nah. who didn't want to be identified, said... Nah, this ain't the first time she'd be throwing hot grease on a motherfucker. As on this stairway about a year ago, Thompson tried to hit someone else with hot grease. And there you see 
the viral mugshot that I was talking about. <laughs> she just, she wasn't ready. She clearly, she clearly was not ready for that mugshot. And that's a shame. Because as you can see, when Sheila walks on the court, she can be a more presentable woman and a more, shall I say, sane seeming woman than she looks like in that very unfortunate mugshot. But missed. Neighbors say she also broke out windows in a rage. But there's a reason behind this bizarre behavior. She probably wasn't taking her medicine like she's supposed to. Won't take her medicine like she's supposed to. AKA fucking nuts. And she flipped out. But I ain't, I ain't a good woman. She always, she good to me, my family. Thompson's hit. She's good to me and my family. I wonder, first thing I thought of when I heard that, when I first, uh, when I first watched this story, I wondered if by she's good to me and my family, she's really just saying, well, she hasn't thrown hot grease on us. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to be cynical. That was a thought I had. History with mental illness yeah. also brought up in court. Yeah. She gets SSI for paranoid schizophrenia for which she is being regularly treated. Friends say Thompson's situation mirrors many with mental health issues and reducing her potential for crime hinges on getting her better sustained treatment. Now the victim was taken to the hospital. Her wounds are described as severe, but there was no condition released. Reporting live, Brian Hemrick, WLWT News 5. Well, yeah, hot fucking grease. Hot is hot. It hurts. It's, it's, it, burn. it will burn your skin. It will boil your fucking skin right off the bones. Hot grease. I don't know, ma'am. And yeah, obviously she's she's fucking nuts. It's just so you never know about people. You know, when you get those one of those road rage incidents or whatever, and you're like, oh, this motherfucker, this is some little crazy, this little woman. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna flip this bitch off. Fuck her. She might get out of her car with like a little little tin full of hot grease and just throw that shit in your face. You don't know. You don't know. The day you pick on a little fucking black woman out in and uh, somewhere, you, maybe the day you die. <laughs> she's got she's got access to hot grease. She's gonna fuck you up. The biggest man in the world. He's gonna if he gets hot grease on him. It's gonna burn. He's not gonna like that. It's gonna put him at a disadvantage in the altercation. It's my theory. Stern Jesus Show, Chapter Two, Verse Fifteen. We got the Kevin Hart thing coming up. Also, a former Miss Kentucky who sent nude photos of herself. To a 15-year-old boy. I know. I know. A lot of you out there have different thoughts about that. I have thoughts about it. And I don't think, especially to guys, that my thoughts will be all that surprising. I guess we'll find out. Stern Jesus Show, Chapter 2, Verse 15. All information on the show can be found at stonerjesus.net. Go check that shit out, yo. The Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. The Stoner Jesus Show is brought to you in part by Hemptations.com and PlanetEverywhere.com. they got a lot of awesome stuff for you to check out. But don't just take my word for it. Let Beach, the owner of Hemptations, 
Tell you all about it. It's a very large selection of hemp goods, everything from reusable coffee filters to frisbees, bandanas, everything planted everywhere on the site is made in Cincinnati, Ohio, made locally. We also have other retail products from our cosmetics, uh, earthly body product, bags on the retail site. You know, again, uh, anybody local in Cincinnati can go to hemptations.com and get the info on the stores. Planted everywhere is our .com is our retail site. You can hit me up on Hemptation Beach or like my Facebook page, Hemptations or Hemptations 2. I'm on Twitter, Google, <laughs> I'm on the internet everywhere, just like everyone. Um, you know, we love to hear from people all over the world, positive things about industrial hemp. That's what I do. That's what we do. Largest selection of industrial hemp on the planet in the stores. And I'd like to grow that inventory to be able to say that I haven't actually checked out all the other hemp retail spots to see if we have the largest amount on our planet everywhere but uh, it's a it's a fair it's a fair selection and as beach always says having temptations the smoke is rising and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina. Candid. I want to give you the inside story. Captivating. I want to introduce you to my kind and amazingly talented friends. Compelling. We get to meet some of the most amazing cannabis activists and warriors around. Listen in as medical marijuana pioneer Dr. Dina shares never before heard stories, chats with cannabis insiders and celebrity friends, and provides invaluable perspective and insight into one of the fastest growing industries in the world. I want to share with you what was once confidential information. Let's expose the truth, discuss the issues, and learn the facts. Cannabis Confidential, only on CannabisRadio.com. Introducing Blue Moon CBD, straight from the bluegrass of Kentucky. With our special nano emulsion process, you'll not only get the best CBD available, you'll get more of it. Not all CBD is the same. It's your body. It's your choice. Get relief from inflammation, anxiety, and stress. Go to www.bluemoonhemp.com and use code HEMP420 for a 20% discount on your order. Balance your body. Balance your life. Make it Blue Moon CBD. Learning the benefits of proper nutrition, supplementation, and personal development to live a healthy and abundant life. Awaken, adjust, and aspire. High on Healthy. Mondays on Demand. Only on CannabisRadio.com. The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Yes, indeed. Viewer discretion is advised. What's up to Lisette in the Periscope chat room? First time from Sydney, Australia. 
International. Stern and Jesus Show. That's right. That's right. I'm a, I'm a jet setter. I'm a trendsetter. I'm, I'm so many things. So many people. This chapter 2, verse 15. We're live on Periscope and on Twitter at Stoner Jesus 420. All information on the show can be found at stonerjesus.net, of course. Before we get to the Kevin Hart thing, we have this teacher, you may have heard, former Miss Kentucky, the state I broadcast from, and she sent nude photos of herself to one of her former students, a 15 year old boy. I have some thoughts, but first the story. Miss Kentucky Ramsey Carpenter. It's the downfall of a former Miss America contestant. I'm Ramsey Carpenter, Miss Kentucky. Miss Kentucky 2014, Ramsey Carpenter made it to the top 12 in Miss America that year. Now an eighth grade science teacher, she's charged with sending lewd photos of herself to a 15-year-old former student. You sending nude photos to your students? Looking haggard and embarrassed, the 28-year-old... Oh, looking... Looking haggard. Then <laughs> this bitch walks in looking all busted for her fucking legal appearance. God damn. She looks like she just has no makeup on. I wouldn't say she's haggard. This old-looking fucking bitch comes in with her cane... Looking like the fucking the woman who wanted to eat Hansel and Gretel. Busted fucking twat. Looking haggard and embarrassed, the 28-year-old was surrounded by reporters at her arraignment. Bitch, you look haggard. Why you look so haggard? What the fuck's wrong with you? Want some goddamn makeup? I have no comment to make to you at this time. Jesse Schaefer is with WOWK-TV in Charleston, West Virginia. She was stoic in court. She was wearing a camo sweater, uh, jeans, and a jacket. Her coat was draped over her handcuffs. And you could see uh, sort of the life drained from her face. Court documents alleged she admitted to sending wow. the 15-year-old boy at least four photographs of her nude breast, chest area via Snapchat. Oh. The boy's mother discovered oh. what she called inappropriate photos on her son's mm, phone. Yeah. The ex-beauty queen's lawyer spoke outside court. You do maintain her innocence then? Of course. This is a very difficult day, and uh, yeah. this is a shock to her and to me and everyone else. The former Miss America... Well, she admitted to doing it. How's it a shock to her? I don't know. The contestant played the fiddle in the talent competition. Oh. She also suffers from multiple sclerosis. She likes to fiddle little boys. Huh? Huh? Am I right? and use the pageant to spread awareness about the disabling disease. Inside Edition spoke to her on the Atlantic City Boardwalk. The past week has been so full of excitement, it's hard to even express that in words. Miss Kentucky. After becoming a semi-finalist in Miss America, Carpenter returned home and married Chaz Bierce, son of a coal tycoon. He's standing by her. There he is in the courtroom. He seemed to be, be very supportive as they walked off uh, past the courthouse outside. They we're arm in arm. Miss Kentucky Ramsey Carpenter. Okay, so let me preface this by saying I understand why it's inappropriate for an adult to send someone who's under 18 nude photos of themselves. I get it. I completely understand that on paper it's a very inappropriate thing. I also understand that if a man sent my 15-year-old daughter a picture of his dick, 
it would be a before picture, as in before he had a dick, and then the after picture would be after I cut it off, and the after picture would be he does not any longer have a dick. I understand all of that, but we are talking about an adult woman and a 15-year-old boy. Now, yes, I'm sure there are some 15-year-old boys out there that, I mean, there's millions and upon millions, there's billions of them. Uh, over the last, you know, however many decades where they could get fucking pictures of, of, of someone. I understand that there may be a few that would see that and feel uncomfortable and not like that. But most, when I say most, I'm talking... And, help, and correct me if I'm wrong, guys, out there, 98%, 98%, I'll speak for myself personally. I can remember who I was at 15 years old. I can remember what I thought about at 15 years old. And if that woman you just saw sent me pictures of her tits, that would be the greatest thing that has ever happened in my 15 fucking years upon this earth. And the good possibility that nothing would ever top it. But, again, I realize it's inappropriate. And I realize his mom busted him. He didn't narc out, which, you know, it does not surprise me. I'm sure he saw that and thought, motherfucker. Motherfucker. This woman is my teacher. I knew her. She was in the Miss America pageant. Those are her titties on my phone. The most amazing thing ever. Then he would have had to think, well, you know, do I tell my friends, like, look, this is Miss What's-Her-Face. I already forgot her name. This is Miss What's-Her-Face from the fucking science, man. Those are her titties. Bam. She sent them to me because I'm the man. Or do you keep it to yourself? You don't share it. You don't want the word getting out because you don't want to cut off the supply. Maybe she's going to send more. Maybe more will happen. Maybe you get to have sex with this woman. Which again, when I was 15, if that would happen, holy shit. Holy fucking shit. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Would I be nervous? Absolutely. I'd be terrified. Like, oh, I'm going to fuck this up. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. She's going to think I'm an idiot. But I wouldn't have said, oh, oh no. No, that's... You want to do what? With your body and your, your breasts? And, no, that's not... That's not for me. No. That's... That, Fucking never happened. And every goddamn man watching this will agree with me. Even a, even a, 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 even a, a boy who is 15 years old and he is sure that he is gay. He's come out to his family that everybody knows. It's fucking awesome. He's got a boyfriend. Everything's great. He has no qualms about his sexuality at all. He is fully 100% gay. He would still look at those tits and be like, those are some nice tits. Those or some beautiful breasts. He'd be like, oh, God. Like somebody threw fucking acid on his face. And if I, if my 15-year-old son, I would have found these photos, would I have made a big deal about it? God damn, I don't know. I just don't know. I mean, it brings up, maybe she's doing other inappropriate things, but uh, I don't know. I would think, I would think long and hard about that. Maybe pray, go, you know, seek advice from my elders. I don't know. I think in the end I'd be like, just, yeah. It's pretty cool. It's pretty. 
when you're when you're 50 and you're fucking miserable and your back's breaking and you're you know you're you're thinking oh man is this is this it you'll think back to those glory days of being 15 years old you'll have that It'll be something they can't take away from you son they can't take away from you they cannot take away those snapchat titties moving on to the Kevin Hart saga you may have heard they dug up some tweets from Kevin Hart from a long time ago. He was going to host the Oscars. Now he's not going to host the Oscars. If you didn't hear about it, we'll talk about the tweets in a minute, but uh, get caught up with what's going on. Kevin Hart steps down from hosting the 2019 Oscars. And it is stirring up outrage in Hollywood. It's a bit of a mixed bag of emotions, but in a shocking turn of events for Kevin, his dream gig is now up for grabs. What a whirlwind 24 hours. Right. On Thursday night, if you guys missed it, the comedian and actor announced he was dropping out of his hosting duties after the Academy asked him to apologize for past homophobic tweets. So I just got a call from the Academy, and um, that call basically said, Kevin, apologize for your tweets of old, or we're going to have to move on and find another host. Talking about the tweets from 2009, 2010. I chose to pass. I passed on the apology. I'm not going to do it, man. I'm going to be me. I'm going to stay on my ground. Regardless, Academy, I'm thankful and appreciative of the opportunity. He's not going to He's not going to back down. He's going to stand his ground. He's not going to apologize. That was his initial reaction to the whole thing and the reaction that I agree with. I mean, yeah, you can say, you know, I said that shit back then, which will, like I said, we'll get to the tweets. I got the screenshots and all that, but I don't feel that way now. I don't use those terms in, in a derogatory way. It's, you know, it's a cultural thing, whatever, whatever. Cause they don't care if you apologize. They don't care. Once they've targeted you, you're done. They want to see you apologize and get that out of you, but they're not going to cut you any slack. So anyway, that was his initial reaction was to not apologize of course soon someone got a hold of him and said you know what kevin you probably should apologize if you like those millions and millions of dollars you're making doing the family movies and the sold out arenas and all that shit and you don't end up like fucking uh, louis ck uh working at fucking chuckles in cleveland then maybe you should apologize if it goes away no harm no foul it's kind of ironic, Katie. Hours after that video where he said he would not apologize, he released a statement on Twitter doing just that. And dropping out. <laughs> right. He wrote in part, I do not want to be a distraction on a night that should be celebrated by so many amazing, talented artists. I sincerely apologize to the LGBTQ community for my insensitive words from the past. He should have just apologized from the get-go and acknowledged he made these mistakes, but the refusal to do so made him come off, in my opinion, and I think we've talked about this. Yeah. Self-righteous. Yeah, he came across a little self-righteous. But my thing is, this was his his dream gig. So it just... Let his ego get the best of him. God, imagine being Kevin Hart and having to have these fucking two broads questioning your integrity. Oh, he came off as a little... Oh, I don't want to say it's self-righteous. Was it maybe a little self-righteous? We talked about this before, you and I did. Was it... Does it come off that way? Did it come off a little... Self-righteous? Glad President Sarah Kate Ellis responded with... Who? This writing, Kevin Hart shouldn't have stepped down. He should have stepped up. Hart's apology to LGBTQ people is an important step forward, and he missed a real opportunity to use his platform and the Oscar stage to build unity and awareness. We would still welcome that conversation. What does that mean? He missed a real opportunity to use his platform and the Oscar stage to build unity and awareness. Awareness about what? That some people are gay? Is, is anyone unaware of that? 
is, I don't. And what's he supposed to do by raising awareness? He's supposed to come out wearing like a rainbow cape? Is he supposed to blow a dude on stage? What's he supposed to do? I don't understand. This is a quote from this person I've never heard of before. So it seems like it's not completely done. I know Kevin has made his resignation clear, yeah. but everyone else seems to be open to him coming back on, you know, under some conditions. You guys, we actually talked you know. to a lot of celebrities. Yeah, so they talked to other celebrities and uh, oh, they're all very disappointed. They're all very, very disappointed. ...and people who know Kevin Hart in the Hollywood circle at the GQ Men in Hollywood party last night, and they all weighed in on this controversy. And it sounds like a little messy and a little sloppy. I'm not thrilled. Hmm. God, who gives a fuck? Who in their right goddamn mind goes to Kathy Griffin, look at her, for a fucking opinion on anything? Oh, I'm not happy. I'm not, no, I don't like it. I don't like it. No, no, I am, I am against it. What he said is awful. He's an awful person. They're all awful people. Nah, not <laughs> what do you think of the statement he released? It was lame. Yeah, yeah it's lame. It was lame. Well, I'm disappointed. No, uh, are what, you? What can I say? Oh. I'm disappointed. I love Kevin. Yeah. Love his comedy. I didn't know the facts. I didn't know what this was about. Uh, listen, I'm just learning this now. Tank also took to Instagram in outrage, comparing Kevin's action to the POTUS, writing in the caption, good people make mistakes. There are so many shady individuals in this business who deserve this kind of treatment, but Kev, come on, man. At the Academy, this is not fair and is not just. Who's Tank? Who's the real Tank? Uh, they're acting like I shouldn't know that person. I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't understand what's going on. I don't understand what, what happened. Who's Tank? Who's the real Tank? What do you guys think? Do you think uh, someone else should step in? Who are your choices? Ellen DeGeneres. Oh, <laughs> I think God. that's a really good pick. We also oh. have Whoopi Goldberg. We have Neil Patrick Harris, Chris Rock, uh, Jimmy Kimmel. The list goes on. All right, guys, let's keep the conversation going over on social. Yep. Let us know who you think could no. possibly replace Kevin no. Yep, I'm at Courtney underscore Tazano. I'm Katie underscore Kraus, so. and we'll see you next time. Now. So anyway, uh, somebody in the chat room... A stone seven, uh, I believe that's French. It looks like. But I see a lot of. Uh, I see a thumb up. I see fire, and I see uh, uh, crying, laughing emojis. So that must be good, I guess. Anyway, if you're wondering what Kevin Hart tweeted, here's some of it from uh, January of 2011. Yo, if my son comes home and tries to play with my daughter's dollhouse, I'm going to break it over his head and say in my voice, "Quote, stop. That's gay." End quote. I don't. I mean, I get that it comes across as homophobic, but I, I, I think more than anything, it comes across as not funny. It's not funny. It's not a funny tweet. I'm sorry. I used to. I used to, when first Kevin Hart first started, I thought he was a funny dude, but it just over time, it, the act wears thin. And mostly now, it's like him telling stories about you know oh, I was backstage at fucking Showtime at the Apollo, and you know fucking standing with uh, Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle and Morgan Freeman. And uh, 12 other fucking uh, name-dropping motherfuckers. And we were all talking about this and that. It's enough. Another tweet said, okay, I'm just now waking up and I'm in a good mood, so I think I'm going to go to the gym and get big, no homo, in parentheses, LOL. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what that means. I don't. It's not funny. It's just not funny. And uh, people are freaking out because it's, it seems homophobic, I guess. I mean, Really? You can't. It was a, ten years ago. No homo was a fucking perfectly fine phrase. March two thousand nine. When he when he tweeted this, and he talked about this in the next video. It was a perfectly fine thing to say. No homo. It was funny. It's a fucking joke. 
I know this is not popular anymore, but fucking people are sensitive. They're so sensitive. We're, we're the lives we lead are so good. Our quality of life is so good compared to any other time in human history. We have all this extra time. We're not working the field 16 hours a day and coming home exhausting, going to sleep and getting back up and working the fields. We have so much leisure time, free time, time to uh, play on the internet and these, use these amazing toys and spew our opinions all over the place and be outraged about fucking everything. He can't host the Oscars because he said no homo. Now, there's to, to be fair, there's more. This next one, um, before we get to the other ones, laugh my ass off. Uh, LMAO at all of the women asking where the pick is. I'm not passing along a pick of a naked man that would make me gay by association. Again, I, I get it's kind of no, I really don't. I don't get it. It's not funny, and I don't get why you should be outraged by it. If you like Kevin Hart, fine. I don't like Kevin Hart. I don't buy his DVDs. I don't go see his shows. I don't give a fuck what he says. Now, if uh, he said, got on Twitter and say. Uh, I'm in a restaurant with this faggot sitting next to me, and uh, I'm afraid I can't eat here because I'm afraid I'm going to get AIDS if he coughs on my Caesar salad. And I'd be like, you know what? That's fucking nuts. That's nuts. Here's some other tweets. He tweeted out to people. He tweeted at Wayne215 in August 2009. LMAO, that's why you sweat for no reason, you fat-faced fag. Uh, he retweeted. Uh, someone who said another sold out weekend for Kevin Hart in New York fun times, but I'm tired. And he added, you're such a bitch, man. We will ZZZ when we die, fag. He told Sydney is funny. Thanks, fag boy. And uh, at Comedy Spank says, so Kevin Hart for real needed me in L.A. today and tomorrow. This fag got me stopping twice before I, I get to L.A. stinking bitch. And then it added, I'm a cheap boss. I don't know. I've... Uh, Problems following some of that, <laughs> but um, I don't know. I mean, I the, the word "fag" comes up twice in the prim- the uh, the beginning part of the show in the the little entrance thing, theme song thing. I mean, am I have I lost my chance to uh, be on the Oscars? I'm sure. I'm sure I have. I'm sure that uh, that I'll never host the Oscars. And I'm very sad about that. Whoa. There we go. So, anyway, these two dudes on YouTube, I forget their names. I really should know their names <laughs> to give them credit. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. I'm sorry, guys. I'll, I'll see if I'll try to link them in the uh, the show notes or whatever, but let's face it, I probably won't. But anyway, if you know these guys, big ups to them. Here's what they said. Uh, they talked a little about Nick Cannon. It's like six minutes. I'm not going to play the whole thing. They're talking about Nick Cannon and Nick Cannon's response to the Kevin Hart controversy by Nick Cannon going back to some female comedians using the dreaded F word and uh, wondering about the double standard. Today's topic, the homophobic tweets by Kevin Hart. Everybody's heard about the Kevin Hart scandal. He made some tweets that were uh, homophobic, yeah. and then they got them. Uh, he had to step down from doing hosting the Oscars. Now, we weren't going to cover this story, but there's been a recent update that we find very interesting. Nick Cannon has decided to come out of the woodwork and be like, yo, 
y'all think what Kevin said was anti-gay. Look at what these female comics say. And I haven't read these tweets yet, so we're gonna leave them right. We're, we're gonna read them live and then react. Chelsea Handler. This is what a fat bird likes when he flexes. She used the word fag. Cool. Fag bird. Fag bird. Sarah Silverman. <laughs> I don't mean this in a hateful way. You know you're gonna do the opposite. <laughs> you know you're gonna do the exact opposite. I don't mean to be racist. Fuck niggers. <laughs> you know what you mean? Yeah, let's go. I'm touching my nipples right now, just in anticipation. Let's go. I don't mean this in a hateful way, but the new bachelorette's is a faggot. <laughs> Amy Schumer. See, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> She says, I don't mean this in a hateful way, and that's not something hateful by calling a female a faggot. It's funny. Enjoy Skyfall, fags. I'm about to get knee deep in the Ellen Hunt. So, yes, obviously, is there a double standard in this case? Yes. People should dig are digging up the tweets of a whole bunch of dudes trying to get them to feel guilty about what they've done or what they've said 10, 20 years ago. Here's the reality. All of our views have progressed over time. Words are things that I thought were acceptable in the past. I no longer think are acceptable. And to judge someone for things they may have said 20 years ago in the context of when it was potentially acceptable, or more so, is unfair. It is simply unfair. And we have to keep that in mind because if we hold everyone to that standard, then it's just not real. And we have to also remember, celebrities are people as well, right? And we want them to be more real, be more authentic. And when they misspeak, we, 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 we chastise them. Real quick. For not being perfect, for not using the proper speech, when we ourselves are guilty of the exact same sins. We just don't have the platform for people. Obviously, a lot of this stems from the internet. And I agree with that guy. It's completely true. The guy whose name I wish I knew so I could give him credit for the video. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think I did everything for the show except that. But go find those guys. They're on YouTube. They have like 70,000 some subscribers. You shouldn't be too hard to find. Put in a search, um, Nick Cannon on Kevin Hart. They come up in the search. Uh, Cox 4 Mix said in the chat room not too long ago, if something was dumb, we would say that's gay. It was not used in a homophobic way. Absolutely. And obviously, people, other people have made this point as well. It, it's not, it's like, like I said, if he got on Twitter and said, oh, I, I just walked by these two faggots and they, they just got married and, you know, fuck them faggots and fuck their wedding and... I hate them motherfuckers. They were like, wow, Kevin Hart's a real fucking douchebag. They didn't. He called some other guy on Twitter a fag. I mean, is, is that really... I don't know. Any explanation or anything tries to sound like a justification for being hateful, that's the way that the other people will spin it. But if it's not said in a hateful way, then it's not hateful. The word itself only has the power that you give it. And the intention behind it is what's important. I don't know. But, uh, you know, will Kevin Hart face the backlash that's been as, you know, severe as for people like, you know, what happened to Louis C.K. or something like that? I guess we'll see. He ain't hosting the Oscars. Which is, you know, like I said, I don't, I don't care, but it just seems there's a lot of dangerous things that are going to come from the internet. Something that powerful. I think it's all, you know, it's all games and memes and, you know, social media and shit like that, but it's, it has the potential to become something that is 
out of control. And I think we're starting to see some of that. I've been doing this for on a regular basis since February 2011, almost eight years now. Been at stonerjesus.net doing this show. And things have changed a lot, <laughs> a lot <laughs> in that time. I mean, it's been incredible. And that's because of the internet. There's no other explanation for some of this stuff other than the internet. But I'm thankful for the internet because uh, without it, I'm going to be broadcasting you wonderful people on Twitter and Periscope at SternJesus420 and at SternJesus.net. Thanks, everybody, for listening, watching, watching, listening, and watching. Do all that shit. You're great. Keep spreading the word about SternJesus.net. Subscribe to us on Periscope. The notifications. All that shit. See you next time. Thanks for listening. And as always, peace, bitches.